0: What did we get? <laughs> hey, Tyloo, you figured it out yet?
1: <laughs> Who your starting point guard is? <laughs> they signed John Wall, and they're like, um, "Hey, John, sorry, but we're gonna need you to. Uh, you're gonna have to come off the bench." <laughs> <laughs> Is the guy making six million? Yeah. Okay with coming off the bench? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Mm-mm.
2: Well,
0: you're only making six million dollars, <laughs> so
2: <laughs> it's kind of the backup rate. Yeah. Tyus Jones resigned <laughs> with the Gri- Grizzlies for fourteen.
0: Sorry, we picked up Tyus Jones.
1: Tyus Jones because <laughs> the off Grizzlies the bench. couldn't
0: afford him. He's making more than you, John So (laughs) We're going to need you to come off the bench
1: Let's just try it for a couple games (laughs) See how it goes Three Two One Welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. This is episode 114. It's Monday night, June 27th, 2022. Thank you for listening. Here tonight in studio is Brian Clark. Hey. Hello, Brian. What's up? And coming to us virtually from St. Paul, Minnesota is Bo Brady. Hey, yo. Hey, Brian. hey Bo. Whatever your name is. i whatever I am. What are we going to do tonight? We're going to talk about the NBA draft. We're going to have some fun. We've got some follow-ups. We've got news. So much has happened in one week. I'm very excited to get into it. Please visit houseofhoops.com. That's H A U S of Hoops.com. There you can find everything you need to know about House of Hoops. It's all there. Links to social media, phone numbers to call, ways to get involved. classic solid how's everybody doing tonight so good pretty good yeah yeah nice yeah did you guys like that intro song yeah you've done better yeah i made that tonight. i, I liked it i liked it thanks bo <laughs> thanks for the positive feedback <laughs> i don't know if it's good but i made that tonight right before we came on you know I i liked, I liked it i had fun i enjoyed making that one bing bong bing bong <laughs> it's a direct expression of how my brain is today it's that that intro song okay bo what's going on what's up with you
2: just got back from being out of town yeah we we It was, uh, Kate and I's anniversary this past weekend, wedding anniversary, 12th wedding anniversary. Oh, Oh,
0: congratulations.
2: Thank you. Yeah. We went up to the Kiniwa. I think that's how you say it. Mm -hmm. Peninsula in Michigan. So we'd stayed in Houghton and then explored all parts north of Houghton. So if you look at the map, pull your map up boys. Nope. It's the, uh, Upper peninsula and way up there. Upper it's about six peninsula of, of Michigan. Michigan. Yep. Okay, It's about six hours, six hour drive from our house to Houghton. And then from Houghton, it is about 45 minutes to an hour, depending to like the end of the peninsula to Copper Harbor. Oh, wow. Very scenic. Yeah, it was really cool. There's not very many people up there. Minnesotans like to drive up. If you look across the lake, Lake Superior, they like to drive up through Duluth and go to Grand Marais. And Grand Marais is really cool. It's beautiful up there. But it's it's a little more crowded. And then Houghton and Copper Harbor and that part of Michigan, it was not crowded at all. It was it was really nice. Mm.
1: There's not that many people up there at all. Yeah, I see lots of pictures of like waterfalls and cliff jumps spots yeah it was cool
2: michigan tech is in houghton there's a bunch of indian dudes and nerdy white guys in town
1: hmm. okay you had a good time
2: yeah it's really cool i got to see the ski area i really want to go to called mount bohemia they have two lifts. they don't groom anything it's like the most vertical and st- steepest stuff in the midwest it looks fucking i want to go to mount bohemia to snowboard so bad you're just gonna have to do it Bo. it's happening and uh just kind of northwest more west of where we were there is isle royal national park and it's an it's the only national it's the least visited national park out of all the national parks and you get there by plane float plane or by a ferry and
1: that's another one of my places i really want to go i feel like a float plane is pretty clutch you just fly and land in the water wherever there's water you know
2: yeah i was thinking about it so like if you're in a float plane right and let's say the conditions are good it's clear you can see and you lose power but you're flying over the lake. And maybe the lake's not that rough You just land
1: you just you're good you can just land and call the coast guard yeah right and you can get away from anything and just hide somewhere yeah <laughs> perfect. so i would recommend
2: Houghton, that was a cool town the that part of michigan was, was awesome stopped at the uh cannabis store on the way home hey oh yeah cbd oils probably no they have uh recreational marijuana oh in michigan i just figured for you oh for me right yeah because i'm no fun
1: (laughs) 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 cbd oils and stuff i've never done the cbd it's not bad i've tried it you get the same like like, it made my joints and body not hurt so bad but like it didn't do anything for me like Heady wise. I just like, I like to pick up some edibles and have those around. Those are just, you know, hide them amongst the other candies. That's right. What kind of day is today going to be? I have no idea. (laughs) 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 Oh, it looks like the kids are snoozing. Oh, Oh, you drinking any beer tonight over there?
2: Yeah. I picked up some new Glarus while we're driving back through Wisconsin. So I've got a new Glarus beer. Glarus? new glarus it's so, it's just some it's a new it's a wisconsin brewery that they only sell in wisconsin i didn't end up buying any beer in michigan because just you just sell to, all your money on weed yeah <laughs> well and i'm a tight ass you have to pay a 10 cent deposit on every can or bottle so i was like fuck that i'm not no I, that was not the reason i just it <laughs> I was i gonna a, say <laughs> it was not the priority we stopped in wisconsin to get gas and yeah. there happened there happened to be nuclear at the gas station i was like okay fine i'll buy some beer to bring home
1: word i swung by the liquor store tonight brian pointed me in the direction of a local liquor store that has every kind of beer i've ever seen in my life <laughs> oh so i went in there and uh grabbed about eight beers and we're gonna crack one this one is called a uh, little sour me america ducla brewing company baltimore maryland it's a rocket pop sour ale.
0: So you said sour America? That's fitting.
1: It says little sour me, sour me America. I don't know. What do you make of that?
0: <clears throat> little sour me America. Yeah, that's what it
1: says. Little sour me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looks good. I'm gonna open it.
0: Pour it up, man. Let's try it. Uh, the can looks like a like a bomb pop.
1: Yeah. Rocket pop. Yeah. I just got beer all over my notes. Guess I won't be using those.
0: Pour me up, Jeff. It sounds like you had a a good weekend, Bo.
2: Yeah, it was really awesome. It didn't get above 80, and the mornings it was like in the 50s.
1: So. Nice.
0: Yeah, the the heat's finally broken here. Thank God. It was only like in the 80s today. We got we got some rain all day yesterday I think it just kind of cooled it off
1: um that's I'm glad um, to hear that
0: yeah so I finally mowed my yard today mm. it had been a while mm. tried to get out there last week I mean at like six Mm-mm. o'clock at night it's still like a hundred degrees it's yeah so bad like yeah. I even prepped I was like drank water all day and I got there so I was like, no
1: <laughs> 20 minutes and then you take a break
0: yeah so I, I checked the forecast that day it's like oh Monday looks good it's gonna rain on Sunday
1: I'm more excited about this beer than I am your grass.
0: Yeah, hey, my yard looks good. You inspired me. I, cr- I cross cut, I <sighs> cut the yard today. Nice. <laughs> Came over to Pod last week, Bo and and Jeff had mm. just mowed the yard. He did the diagonal.
2: I've never done that. Cut. Don't ever plan on doing it. <laughs> uh,
0: I like it. It's good. To, it's good to break up the routine every once in a while. It
1: helps the grass grow. Yeah. Totally. Okay. I think also it's mentally, the- you're right. Sure.
2: Hmm. I'm sure it does actually help the grass to cut it differently, but yeah, it's not happening.
1: You don't get the ruts, and uh,
0: I felt like it. I felt like it went faster. I don't know though.
1: Yeah. Well, you're going angle to angle, so that those first few cuts are really Mm -hmm. long. So yeah, yeah, it it is like faster that way. And I usually, when I get to like the small part of the diagonal, is I just start pulling it backwards. Mm -hmm. It's like quicker to just go backwards Mm -hmm. and forwards. Just go. (laughs) Yeah.
0: <laughs> we gotta like really, you're opening we really, drawers. We really gotta start like filming these. Man, <laughs> I feel like people miss a lot.
1: Nah, this is an audio podcast for now. Anyway, yeah. maybe one day. Camera equipment's expensive, yeah, dude. Yeah, and there's not money coming in. Right.
0: You ever you ever think we'll get to the point where we live stream this, or is that just a bad idea?
1: I'm not sure. I feel like. It probably would help, yeah. But I don't know if that's something we really want to do. Okay, I'm not. I'm I like not, traditional podcasts. them. Yeah. I'm
0: not saying we should. I was just, I was just asking. You know. Yeah,
1: because I feel like it's not a podcast. Then it's a, like a streaming show.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's good beer.
1: It's not bad. I like it. Yeah. Baltimore. Baltimore beer.
0: I watched the new Westworld last night.
1: There's a new one? There's a new season? Holy shit, I had no idea. I yeah. thought they got canceled or something.
0: No. Well, it, it probably should have. <laughs> season 3 was so bad. I thought it was over. That it probably should have been canceled. So I went into I went into last night's season premiere thinking, "Okay, dude, if this isn't good, I'm just going to give up." Cuz <laughs> yeah. I like slogged through season 3 had I mean Westworld you already kind of don't have any idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah. But they just threw a bunch of characters in, and like, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: everybody's in the real world. And I'm like, I don't want to see them in the real world. I want to see them like
1: they're getting on jobs and shit,
0: and like, fucking like you know, fighting samurais and stuff. That's what I want to see.
1: They all had to get jobs, started families. It's
0: funny that you say that because <laughs> yes, <laughs> what?
1: Oh god. But it's good. It's all good. Right. You,
0: you kind of see where it's leading, you know. Okay. It take it hmm. takes place like it like seven years after.
1: Season oh wow. Three. Yeah. Okay, I'm interested. And
0: what happened and what the finale of season three is like affected everything, and they're just kind of like living in the aftermath of like, like so, everything. Everything seems like it's kind of like gone back to normal. Almost. And that's on HBO, right? But maybe it hasn't.
1: Maybe it hasn't yeah. gone back to normal. Yeah. Weird.
0: Like maybe it's just an illusion.
1: Oh god, it's the new Westworld. Yeah. Is the office maybe. space Westworld? Maybe. Everybody's killing each other in an office.
0: Maybe. They don't oh, make it. They don't make it very clear. It's first episode.
1: That would be great. They what a good, good idea of a show that would be, like a virtual job <laughs> place where you can do whatever you want at your dude, job.
0: You're like you're kind of <laughs> you're right. You need to watch it. All right.
1: <laughs> like what if Westworld was took place in an office? You may
0: have already figured it out, dude. <laughs>
1: like our buddy Evan. Like what would he do <laughs> if he knew that? The office he worked in, he could do whatever he wanted. Mm. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, that would be a good show. <laughs> uh, but it was it was good.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna so it was good, and I was all like, all right. right, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna watch this season. Fair. I'm gonna give it a shot. I guess that's you that got was, my attention. That was my week. I guess. I did watch the NBA draft. Hell yeah, mm. Bo. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the NBA draft?
2: Did not. I watched it on Twitter. You didn't watch I did. It. I did catch David Roddy getting drafted, and I watched the quarterback highlights or whatever. Oh, or, or him them talking about him being a quarterback and his actual highlights from Colorado State. No, my um, my parents came up to watch the kids while we were out of town, um. and and so we had my dad had the draft on his iPad, and we kind of were going back and forth, but we were we we're chatting and visiting and putting the kids to bed. and doing dinner it was you know it's hard for me to watch anything until nine o'clock or later so
1: brian watched it i watched it yeah we i shot. watched it on
2: like i said i watched it on twitter
1: yeah and that's fine so you missed out on the kendrick parkins nba draft
2: <laughs> yes i <laughs> dude if i could have sat down and watched it i wouldn't have done it i can't
1: I just can't watch that content. It's so bad. I understand. I can find ways to enjoy things still.
0: (laughs) They got to, they got to figure that out though.
1: Yeah. What What was it? it bad? The first thing, well, the first thing me and Brian noticed was like, who is this panel? (laughs) Yeah. So Billis. less. I like J. Bill. is fun.
2: Yeah. They didn't have Fran, Fran Fashilla, did they? Hmm. Those were good
1: drafts when he was on the coverage. KP just seemed like a uh, he didn't really belong there. I felt like he was kind of reaching. They had a bunch of setup questions. Now, Kendrick, you were in the draft. Like, (laughs) shit like that. Yeah. Now, Kendrick, you played for that team.
0: Jay was good because a lot of dude guys got drafted.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Can't they just, like, hire some people to... I don't understand why. Oh, Oh, like um, why'd they pick those people?
2: Jonathan Gavoni? They couldn't have him on. It's like real analysts. Well, like yeah, right. Have Gavoni on
1: there. Have JJ Redick and some of my favorite. Yeah, JJ would have been great on there.
0: JJ should be on like. He should be on like every ESPN program. I think he's so good.
1: Yeah, he's well, great. actually they could, have,
2: they could have JJ uh Tim Legler and then Gavoni.
1: Yeah, sure. That would have been way better. It was clear that the NBA was trying to project an image of forward thinking. Uh, right. That, that the panel was hand picked. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily because it would be the most entertaining panel or the most knowledgeable panel. It was just these people. Maybe they asked for the job. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe they asked for the position uh it's hard to say how they come up with these panels but uh-huh. i mean some of our favorites are like the old bill simmons drafts uh-huh. just because he wasn't scared to say what he really thought and he actually had a, he actually had opinions <laughs> yeah. too about the players and he wasn't scared to say it i don't know it's just more entertaining it felt like i've seen better just leave it at that i've seen better fair enough I guess we kind of get right into it then. Like, let's let's fucking move in. Let's yeah. let's dive in. Let's do it. Look, I have one follow up from last week. But I guess it's just a follow up. Mm-hmm. Last season, we went through team by team and picked who we thought would be the worst team this year. This past season, okay, who was gonna be the worst? And so here is who we picked. And here's who it was. Bo and I picked Orlando Magic. The Magic finished 22 and 60, last place in the East. Brian, you picked Houston Rockets. Mm. They finished 20 and 62, last place in the West, last place in the league. Mm. So, how about mm-hmm. that? We picked the two worst teams, <laughs> we nailed it. But Brian got it absolutely right, and for that, you are awarded nothing. Oh, you're good at picking bad teams. Everything's
0: coming up, Brian, this week. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm first in our fantasy baseball league. Wow, took that top spot.
1: Impressive.
0: Yeah, no, it is.
1: You had a really good week. Yeah, I did.
0: I had a good. I had a an accommodating opponent. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to try to go 12 and 0 this week as yeah. well.
0: You should try that every
1: week. I need it bad. <laughs> yeah, you do. I've fallen down to sixth place. <laughs> I got to get in the playoffs. Playoffs are top four, 10 teams, pretty shallow. Uh-huh. Should be able to put a good roster together in 10 teams. But it's just baseball so fluky, man. Batting averages fluctuate so much.
0: A lot of injuries this year,
1: so many injuries. I'm out a lot of players, and then uh, the pitching is so up and down. It's just really hard to uh, consistently do well week to week in fantasy baseball. I just I don't have it figured out yet. Obviously, and nobody's making any trades. All there is no. is waiver wire trash.
0: Yeah. Once it gets close to the traded line,
1: there'll be a little movement. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to fleece these bottom. Dwellers, <laughs> I wish you could pay, trade draft picks. That would be sweet. I yeah. would trade all my futures, yeah, to win once.
0: You did one. You did one thing right though. You picked up that Spencer Strider.
1: Strider is striking. Kid. Yeah, mustache. Yeah,
0: what do they call him? Quad God.
1: The Quad God.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Bo, this guy wears a. He, he's a pitcher. Young, is he a rookie? Is he? He's a young starting pitcher for the Atlanta Braves. And he wears like the really tight baseball pants.
2: Okay. Let's Google him. Strider? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like when you, if you look him up, like if you like Google image search him, it'll, you just search like what an MLB pitcher looks like. And his, his face probably pops up.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Look at this guy. Yeah. He's like the hockey (laughs) character
1: caricature for
2: baseball
0: <laughs> like he's either he's either a baseball player or he's a cop
1: right but not only is he doing well but he's doing well against good batting lineups this this kid i think he was a call-up this year right so he's a
0: rookie i don't know he was pushing on the dodgers last night <clears throat> he was uh
1: yeah, he was pushing
0: p <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was and then kenley jansen fucked it <laughs>
1: Yeah, they lost at the end.
0: Uh, if I if if Kenley Jansen could have just gotten the save,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't have lost a single category. <laughs> <laughs> nice, I lost one category with saves.
1: <laughs> so all, mm. all I
0: needed was Kenley Jansen.
1: Some better relievers. Son, of I'll bitch. trade you some relievers. No, it's okay. I'm good. All right, let's get off baseball. Let's get into NBA news anything outside of the draft that you guys want to talk about anything outside the draft
2: there's two bits of news that is relevant but i don't think we need to spend a ton of time on the kyrie irving opted into to his contract
1: with the nets no yeah mm-hmm.
0: but he's different
1: yeah <laughs> there's not going to be a buyout situation what I'm guessing this means is that he's buying in and then I guess that they'll try to structure another small extension, like a two year deal after this That's what it looks like. That's what it sounds like, but yeah, the Kyrie thing. So now the rest of the dominoes fall for Brooklyn, which means Durant's probably going to stay. He's not going to get traded. Everybody's talking about where's Durant going? Where's Durant going? It's like, hold on one thing at a time, right? He's not going to the Suns. He's not coming to Memphis. Uh, the Nets are just going to run it back. Steve Nash isn't getting traded yeah. to the Suns.
0: <laughs> oh, that's why. That's why Kenny Atkinson didn't take the Charlotte job.
1: <laughs> why?
3: Because
0: Brooklyn's going to blow it up.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: he's going back to Brooklyn.
1: Uh, yeah, I was thinking the uh, Brooklyn would trade Steve Nash and Durant. Or Monte Williams and whatever Package and Monte would take his Core of young players to Brooklyn And coach them there hmm. <laughs> And then Nash and Durant And Chris Paul mm-hmm. would Start a uh, New thing in Phoenix And everybody would be like yes Nash came home We're gonna win a title <laughs> <laughs>
0: That would have been Fun right Yeah,
1: <laughs> That's what I was hoping would happen Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just for the story yeah. line. <laughs>
0: Phoenix is like, yeah, it doesn't matter. We just traded it away. Trade it of year <laughs> Fuck it. We got Nash back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought that would have been really fun. That's the NBA I want to live in. <laughs> the fun league. Where money doesn't matter and they just do silly shit. That's yeah. the league I want to watch. <laughs> um, yeah, he was. All, he was always
0: going to pick up his player option, right?
1: Perhaps. I think honestly, there's an agreement for him to because that's what the Nets wanted was a small contract. After this, mm-hmm. they don't they don't want to get locked into a long deal. Yeah, and so I think that's where the controversy was. It was Kyrie was like, "Well, if you don't give me what I want, then I want to be traded." Mm-hmm. So I think there's going to be an extension, but Kyrie wanted a long one, and the Nets want a short one, and the Nets are like, we'll we'll, we'll do whatever. Yeah. I don't think they want to commit. They don't want to commit to Kyrie. Is Kyrie reliable or not? I'm confused. That's the thing. They don't want to commit to No, he's not reliable. That's the thing. So I think you'll see a small contract. uh, I guess it's an extension. It'll be like a two-year, I think. That's what I've gathered is, like, the next step for Kyrie. Brooklyn's like, we're not doing a big deal. (laughs) Uh, What else, Bo?
0: Is there any more Uh, news about uh, NBA point guards that don't play?
1: So John Wall
2: and the Houston Rockets agreed to roughly a $7 million buyout. And since that news broke uh, a couple hours ago, John Wall has – Woj
1: is reporting that he's going to, John Wall will sign with the Clippers. Okay, because I saw John Wall opted into his contract. And then right before we started recording, news came out that once he clears waivers, he's going to join the Clippers. And I was like, wait a minute, I thought he opted in. So I missed a step. He's getting bought out. Houston's buying him out. Why didn't they just do it last year? (laughs) Too much. They thought they could work it out maybe last year
0: or maybe they'd look stupid if they didn't play him and then he they buy him out. Yeah. And he goes to, you know, the Celtics.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think they still thought maybe they could trade him last year, but they're cutting ties. They're getting him out of the way. Smart move, I think. Small amount of pain from Houston, like it's going to hurt to pay him that.
0: I mean, it's it's one year, and mm-hmm. I mean, they're not spending the money anyway, right? So much money. But, yeah. like they, It's not like they were going to use that, trade him for a, a vet. Not anymore. Or a, or a or a big contract.
1: Well, they were thinking they could somehow get picks out of it, I think. Right? I, I guess. Out of Why a wall trade? Why
0: would they think that? I don't know.
1: Because mm-hmm. Wall's a win now, guy. Yeah. So. Maybe they could trick somebody into trading away their future. Charlotte, maybe. (laughs) That was what, yeah, I mean, if I remember right, that was the whole deal with Wall. So, you know, the the last time
2: John Wall played a basketball game, Mm. who he played against? What year was it? It's April 23, 2021. Mm. Two seasons ago.
0: Was it the Memphis Grizzlies?
2: The Clippers. Oh, oh. what did he get? 27, 13 assists, three re- rebounds, two blocks, and a steal. Ty oh. Lou
0: said, hey, man. Now, oh, Bo. Sit, sit down. <laughs> sit this out. We're coming for you. <laughs> in a year. Yeah. In a year and a half. I'll see
2: you in a couple years. <laughs> I'd like to give Alex Kennedy at Alex
1: Kennedy NBA credit for that. That was not my find. Sure. But, Bo, do you think that's the John Wall they're getting in L.A.?
2: No, well, if mm. now if Paul George and Kawhi Leonard don't play any basketball then that's the that's the John Wall they're getting. <laughs> is a high usage ineffective player. Mm. So low bad stat like I say if goal. John Wall does that stuff then that's bad news for the Clippers.
1: Mm. Bad field goal percentages. Yeah. Yeah
2: what you would hope for is that he's able to give them 25 minutes on decent efficiency. He's never been the most efficient player, but roughly 20, 20, 25 minutes a game. And he makes some great plays and pushes the pace and gets a lot of other guys involved that are not Kawhi Leonard and Paul George.
1: Yeah. I mean, he still has the core vision. He's going to be rusty though. I would think rusty. Training camp. Ty gonna kick his ass in yeah. training camp. Say, hey, John Wall, Summer League's in a couple weeks.
2: <laughs> I want to see a John Wall versus Stefan Marbury game in oh. Summer League.
1: <laughs> I don't think you're going to see that, buddy. <laughs> Steph Marbury is like 50. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a statue. He ain't never coming back from China either. Probably ever. I got a piece of news. Okay. Steve Clifford. Oh, yeah. He's returning to the Charlotte Hornets as a coach. Steve Clifford left the Hornets when Kupchak took over Uh as GM in Charlotte. Left on good terms. They're bringing him back. I think Jordan called him up. So, dude, I'm in a tough spot. I don't know what the fuck to do. You know the organization. I know you. I trust you. Can you just come in and do this? That, we don't. And it, it's a multi-year deal. So, old faithful, old booty call.
0: <laughs> you up? <laughs> this, this is a better <laughs> roster.
1: <laughs> you up? This is a better roster, right? he had but like steve clifford (laughs) hasn't had success yeah he's the one that couldn't get it done with kimba Mm -hmm. i don't
2: know i think he's probably a good coach and Mm -hmm. okay i guess at this point don't if he's available don't, don't
1: overthink it um okay bjorkgren or clifford bjorkgren or clifford i think they were probably just as good off before firing their coach this probably a, it's probably not a uh move And this is not like a gain 20 win change in coaching <laughs> yeah well it offers some stability and familiarity i, I don't you know most, bjorken, not, they were they weren't. was fine that's what i'm trying to say it's like they probably yeah. would have been better off if they just didn't fire bjorken
2: you're probably right
1: yeah just because he wasn't he couldn't get them over the hump with their like second year point card. <laughs> it's crazy. More Charlotte drama. Clifford will probably give him like a little stability. He won't do anything crazy. Bo, did you see anything else we need to talk about that was undraft related? Um, not that I can remember. There's probably something I missed, but not that I can. I think there's one thing that leads us into draft talk. Okay. Jeremy Grant. Oh, Jeremy. that's right. Yep. Yeah. Pistons traded Jeremy Grant to the Blazers. Blazers got Grant in a future second. Detroit got a 2025 first round top four protected and some second round picks, including 36 this year. Grant has one more year left on his deal. It's like $21 million. One more year. So it's like a rental. It's like an experiment.
0: What do you... What did he sign in Detroit? Three-year. Okay, okay.
1: Wow. Yeah. And here we are. Full rebuild move for Detroit, right? Yeah. Um, I, I would.
2: I mean, they were already kind of rebuilding, so I would say mm-hmm. more of
1: just getting younger.
2: Getting an asset and
1: getting a getting- 2025 first-round pick, top four protected from... Portland. That the sounds pretty good. Yeah. What's well, from the Bucks? Oh, it's from the Bucks. It was a, another double. Yeah, I feel
2: like it got traded again Ooh. in the draft. It might have. That's good to know.
0: Yeah, because uh, Detroit did some things.
2: Detroit did yeah. a lot of things. I think Detroit was just moving around, um, getting rid of his touches and moving that to their young guys. So that deal was reminiscent to me of the. Christian Wood trade. Mm-hmm. The Blazers didn't give up much to get Jeremy Grant, which tells me that his value around the league was not that much. And he's going to be up for contract extension. So mm-hmm. who wants like, do the Grizzlies want to pay Jeremy Grant? No,
1: Well, look, you keep that's what can not making. it a Grizzlies I mean. thing, but it's not a Grizzlies
2: thing. Well, okay. Well, I know it's not a Grizzlies thing, but I'm saying like, who wants to pay this guy? Right. right. And I guess my point is that the Grizzlies are a smart organization and they're not, you know, the Blazers have Dame and it's either Dame time or 30-win game time.
1: Well, I thought it was interesting because Portland also got to keep their number seven pick for this year. They did. So they have like a nice win now piece and they get Mm -hmm. to keep their seven pick. So they get young and win now at the same time. It's just more confusion to me for Portland. It's just more of like, what direction are we going in? What are we doing?
2: Well, and and this is kind of going (laughs) to the draft, but no veterans really got traded
1: at the draft. No big trades. Yeah, you're right. No big name trades, really, at the draft. Portland, sell the team, please. They need direction so bad. They need somebody watching out for shit like this (laughs) like i like the (laughs) trade i don't hate the trade for portland i just feel like they don't have any direction like i feel like it's a good little experiment it's gonna keep dame happy i guess he's like okay we got you did something for me
0: but i mean they got they got to they got to keep their pick so yeah
1: exactly right so it's like, but which direction?
0: They did. They had they had to do something, just any anything. Exactly. Anything uh, to make Dame's too
1: smart to know. Dude, Dame's too smart to see this and be like, Yeah, I see you guys are really looking out for me. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, This is fucking fool's gold. Mm. <laughs> uh, sell the team. <laughs> Pick a side. You're gonna be stuck in mediocrity. I mean, Grant will be a nice
2: piece, but They don't have McCollum anymore.
1: Yeah, no, that's the thing they have like young guys that are filling in for McCollum. (laughs) Anthony Simons is is a good player. Mm -hmm. Young, but yeah. They got to sell it. There's no direction from the top. And so everybody's just kind of like floating in the ocean out there, just bobbing around in the ocean, trying to figure out what to do. What should we do? Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I have no more news.
0: Should we have a beer before we get into the draft?
1: Yes. Bo, you want a beer? Uh, I got one. Okay, good, 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 good. I got Vision Board Sour, Mixed Berry, Cross down. Or I'm thinking Poppy's Pilsner.
0: Little, little palate cleanser Palate cleanser sure we I mean, yeah. just did
1: like two sour beers in a yeah. row yeah <laughs> all right
0: Poppy. poppy's pills is, is it's good it's an everyday drinker I like it you had you've had it before right
1: I think so yeah poppy pills pop your pills
0: guess yeah, so it's just it's a beer
1: all right. I think it's time to move into drafting like you mean it. The draft was Thursday. The NBA has a whole new crop of rookies. Brian, it's much like the restaurant we work in. Mm -hmm. You can speculate on which employees or NBA players you think will be good. Which ones have potential and maybe some drive or an understanding of what's going on, but you never know until you fully observe their habits and direction, their focus and effort. You just don't know. It takes time. Sometimes people can be late bloomers. Sometimes they start off good and fade away or burn out. You just never know. It's just like any job. Sometimes people have had it easy and don't think they have to try. Sometimes they never wanted to try. They're just there because they're there. This can happen in the NBA. Maybe it was easy to get there. Maybe that's all they'll ever be. It's what they were when they were drafted. Uh Just just like an employee at any job. The point is, is you don't know right away, right? You just don't.
0: But you sure can speculate.
1: Mm -hmm, You can. I mean... At our job, we're hiring young men and women that are the exact same age as these
3: rookies.
1: (laughs) I'll say it again. You really don't know until they prove themselves over and over again that you can trust them. I'm not a huge draft speculator or draft guy. I love the draft, but I don't come on here to be negative about players. Or to act like I know everything about a person that I've never met. Speculating. Very rarely do I do that, get negative. If I see something, I'll say it. But I'm not really usually in a negative mind frame or looking to be negative when I'm talking hoops. That being said, let's talk rookies and let's talk draft day transactions. Last week, we talked about maybe listening to last year's draft show for some perspective. Did either of you guys have time to do that?
2: I Yeah, I listened to it, and I wasn't even on the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. You were probably on vacation or some shit. Huh? Actually, and
2: it's funny. I was on vacation in Michigan at the beach. Oh, wow. Every year. Yeah. He during, spends the draft during the draft on the beach or some shit, <laughs> shit <laughs> in fucking Michigan
1: <laughs> buying weed. <laughs> All right. I see a pattern is forming with Bo. It's, he just wants to get out of the draft. <laughs> I just want to go to Michigan. Yeah, he just wants to move to Michigan.
0: I started two today. We just talked about baseball for like 30 minutes y'all did <laughs> it's
1: baseball time in there we almost did that today but i had to get yeah. us back God, on y'all track. really y'all really
2: went on for a yeah. while
0: <laughs> i was even listening to like what you know 1.5 i went to, i
2: looked it at it two two and i was
1: like dude. this is
0: taking forever <laughs> it was some, good though we had some, some insight
1: ridiculous. <laughs> what did you take away from that
0: we talked about how bad the cubs were
1: Okay, but the draft stuff. <laughs>
0: I didn't make it that far. I gave up.
1: <laughs> oh shit. What about you, Bo? Did you make it to the draft stuff?
2: I, I listened to the draft stuff and there really wasn't that much draft stuff actually.
1: Yeah. yeah. You talked
2: about the you got you talked about the Valentinus trade and mm-hmm. what your Jeff your takeaway was more touches for Jaren mm-hmm. even though at that point you were a Jaren skeptic. Yeah. And, and that and but you were you were being honest. You said the reason why they did this was to get Jaren more touches because Valentinus clogs up the offense. Mm-hmm. Is basically what you said. And we all kind of agree like we we didn't know what Zaire was. Mm-hmm. Like no 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 clue. No. Nah. Because you no no one saw him at Stanford. And even if we saw him at Stanford, we still didn't, don't don't know who he was.
0: Yeah, I had a lot of notes on Zaire. Hmm. uh i don't have that many notes
2: mm-hmm.
0: about this year's grizzlies draft
1: that's okay <laughs> I'm, we're gonna go through all of the grizzlies players mm-hmm. i should have mentioned that in the uh, description of the show at the beginning we will introduce you to all of the grizzlies players that they drafted that will happen momentarily last year's draft show was kind of bullshit probably i don't think uh I think I might have been out of town too. Yeah, we took the week. We took the, the week, week before, before off, we had yeah. taken off. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you took. I off was to like, Vegas. yeah. Who cares? Like, we can, f- yeah. Fuck it. Hey, I don't like to force these things. I like to come in here and talk about what we know about. I don't want to shortchange our listeners uh-huh. and just say shit that doesn't mean anything or isn't true or I don't really believe in. So if I don't if I don't know about something or if I don't want to talk about something, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. Uh we have we don't do this. This is not for a living here. Uh-huh. Like this is a side gig uh-huh. for all of us. So what we talk about is gonna be what we know about and what we want to talk about. We're not gonna force the issue just because it's something that happened. It's not gonna happen that way. That's I I don't know, I like it that way i don't want to feel like i have to do something this isn't fucking espn man (laughs) i thought tankathon was an interesting choice to kind of measure for us where everybody was going to go i think tankathon is just an opinion of who's best in order Mm -hmm. is that what it's supposed to be i don't think it caters to team need or even yeah, a yeah, direction a team is headed mm-hmm. it was correct like one time on the like whole draft i think they got like the number two pick right yeah.
0: i mean it was a, <laughs> it was it was kind of a wacky it was a wacky draft though aren't they all yeah <laughs> i feel like this one especially so though
1: was it everybody trying to outsmart each other i guess yeah <laughs> poe what is tankathon supposed to be
2: uh, for me, it is a way to look at the lottery odds and see who's going to get like draft lottery. That's what it is for me. I don't know who runs their mock draft stuff, mm-hmm. but I just look at it for like a slot machine
1: for what's going to happen on draft lottery night. Yeah, I think they're just ranking the players. <laughs> Maybe they're speculating what they think the teams will pick, but. Like, oh, I I really
2: don't, I really don't pay. Like I look at the top, I look at who the Grizzlies might draft and the Timberwolves, let's say, and then like the top 10 players. And that's kind of like, I just glanced at it mm-hmm. and admit, and that's it. Like I, I'm more interested in the draft lottery mm-hmm. because that's something I can control in my head. Like, okay, this is going to like, the Lakers are going to get jumped three spots. and The Grizzlies will get the 11th pick. It's going to fucking happen, you know, mm-hmm. versus who are the Grizzlies actually going to draft and then trying to like wrap my head around all these players that I never watched play. Like I'll watch the NCLA tournament, but I'm not,
1: I'm not a scout. I'm not going to games. Sure. I get that. We all know that anybody that's listening. I think by this point in this episode, mm. realize that this is just uh this is going to be fun talking about basketball players. What we want to talk about. So, what I took from that, Bo, is that you want to talk about Grizzlies. Grizzlies draft stuff is your favorite draft stuff, right? It
2: is my favorite draft stuff, but its I, I don't know much about it other than David Roddy was a quarterback in Minnesota. Yeah. And I could have been watching him two years ago. Like, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: yeah, he's from Minnesota, right?
2: Yeah, he's got... Tyus Jones connections, apparently.
1: David Roddy, yeah. Let's talk about how we got there. The D'Anthony Melton trade. I think we should yes. start there. Sure. This is a huge D'Anthony Melton support podcast. Uh-huh. We love D'Anthony Melton. We love Tuna. Big Tuna Melt fans. Tuna Melt. We even gave him a stupid nickname. Yeah. Which we don't do for anybody, really. Dude. Why is everybody saying that he w- like the reason he was traded was because he wasn't good in the playoffs? Like, so what? Have you been hearing that? I mean he didn't I know he didn't I didn't know, hear that. He didn't play much at the end of our last two series. That's what people I talk to around town are like, Well he wasn't no good in the playoffs anyway. Like, yeah, but there's
0: I mean he wasn't good last year in the playoffs.
1: Right, but there's like a whole regular season you have to play to get there. Yeah. Which he filled in when we needed him Mm -hmm. very well. Many times. To me, he was no good in the playoffs last year. So what? You think one of these guys they drafted is going to be better in the playoffs? A rookie? Come on. No. You have to get there first with the regular season, and Melt was great in the regular season. Great. Not to mention, everybody loved him. He's like a fan favorite. He was a good guy to have around. The Grizzlies gave up Anthony Melton, the 22nd pick, the 29th pick, and a 2024 Lakers second round pick. And what they got back was four rookies. So they gave up Melton, three picks, Two from this season, which they used to move up in the draft. And then like some Lakers future pick, second round pick to get three guys that I know are gonna be really good, and then I, a fourth pick. Player. And 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 come on. Yes.
0: Two time champion.
1: Daniel Green. <laughs> oh, Danny Green.
0: <laughs> He's Daniel now. Daniel he just made him Daniel. Daniel, Daniel Green. He ain't been Danny Green for a while.
1: <laughs> I don't think we'll ever see Daniel Green. No. The last thing I remember about him is him blowing his knee out.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's injured this season.
1: Zach Kleiman said TBD on Danny Green's future as a Grizzly to be determined. So they might try to flip that contract. The contract's tradable. Mm-hmm. The player... Probably not. I don't think we'll ever see him. No. Some people are optimistic about it, like, oh Danny Green. Mm-hmm. No. Playoff playoff experience. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And he fits in where? On <laughs> <In> the roster. <laughs> no, no, no. Stay away from Danny Green.
0: You know who's uh, gonna be better in, in this up these upcoming next season's playoffs? Uh D'Anthony
1: Melton. <laughs> Dude, that Anthony Melton and Tyrese Maxey backcourt. Yeah. Man, like, if those guys ever play together, like, those are like, I've it's compared Maxey to the Anthony it's, it's Melton. It's two
0: young dudes that get after it.
1: I th- I th- yeah, they get after it. Absolutely. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. I think those guys are going to get along. Yeah. Staying with Memphis, I want to talk about their draft picks. Was it Saturday night? So the draft was Thursday. Saturday night, I started feeling some pressure to get to know these draft picks. Hmm. I'm like, shit, man, we got podcast coming up Monday. Like, I haven't had time to even like absorb or look at revisit the draft. Sunday, I spent some time to get to know these Grizzlies. Let's go in order how they were drafted. Jake Laravia, Spanish for the raver. Yeah, totally. Big
0: Orbital fan.
1: Yeah. Drafted with the 19th pick by the Timberwolves. Traded to Memphis for Memphis's 22nd and 29th picks in the draft. It was a move up for Memphis to get who they wanted. Bo, you know where he was supposed to be picked? According to Tankathon?
2: The uh, second round? Third round? Undrafted?
1: Twenty fifth. Oh, that's pretty good. Moved up to nineteen. So they knew that they wanted him. That's what that means to me. As they moved up to get who they wanted so they wouldn't chance it. Mm-hmm. Right? That's who they wanted. They wanted this guy. Tankathon had him going to the Spurs. Ooh. He's a six eight small forward from Wake Forest. Pretty good size. I watched a lot of videos on him Sunday. I watched a lot of videos. He's known as a scorer. I think he's a very good ball handler. You know who he reminds me of a little bit? It's like a uh, young Jeff Green. Hmm. That's who he reminds me of. This guy will put his body on the line for the play. I've watched enough videos and enough footage of this guy he does not shy away from physicality he's tough he's going to make the play he's not afraid of contact he plays with a chip on his shoulder he was not recruited at all coming out of high school he transferred in college after a couple years i think playing in indiana Uh transferred to wake forest I think he plays with a chip on his shoulder. He says that comes from being undervalued and not recruited. He reminds me of a few players on this Grizzlies team, huh? Undervalued. Yeah. Under recruited. Like everyone on the Grizzlies <laughs> team, like John Morant, Bane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sold on this kid. He is going to be integral. I think he's going to be like all these guys they drafted are like glue guys. <laughs> yeah. They're like, which one's going to make it? Which one's going to be the best? It's like a bunch of shame Batty <laughs> I'm sold. La Ravia. I'm in. Just,
0: just call him Jake the Raver.
1: Jake the Raver. Ooh, okay. Jake the That's Raver. It. That's it. <laughs> Raver Jake.
0: We need a new Grizzlies. We, we got to come up with nicknames for these guys, but we got no more tuna milk.
1: <laughs> we got to come up with some dumb shit.
0: Jake the Raver, liquid dancing down the court.
1: La Ravea. La Ravia.
0: Didn't watch a lot of Wake Forest basketball this mm. year. Okay. I just kind of did what you did. I, I just kind of watched some video on him. Read up on him. Yeah. Um, I like that he shoots uh thirty eight point five percent from three. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah, he can stroke it, really, man. He's a he's a good spot up shooter. He is. I've read that he's not great shooting off the dribble, but who cares? He doesn't um, he just he doesn't have to shoot off the dribble. He has to yeah. He has to shoot 40% from three. He's while John ja Morant wrecks the wrecks the paint.
1: <laughs> yeah. What he does is he he he's very high basketball IQ. He sees the lanes. He's like a playmaker in his head. I think he played point guard when he was younger. He's like a playmaker. And he can run the break too, and he's not scared to finish at the rack. Yeah, on the break, a lot of clips of him running in transition. He encourages that he's gonna get out and run. At his size in college, if he played against a guard, he'd like to take him in the post and beat him up that way. He's six six, and when he played, he's like six eight, and when he played uh, bigger guys, he would beat him with his speed. And stretch the court. He's big. He's a small forward. He's a legitimate small forward. And that's what he likes to play. It's the wing. So I think it's going to be a really really nice fit. It's easy for me to ex- get excited about these guys. Because I trust the Grizzlies front office. Sure. Right? I think we all do.
0: Until Until they prove us wrong.
1: I think we stand
2: behind them. Is that Claman goes against the mock drafts?
1: Well, then he knows something we don't. Right, he doesn't care about the mock drafts.
0: Claman comes across as a guy who does not give a shit what anybody else thinks.
1: Yeah, they've got their own
2: their own uh, board. It'll be interesting, man. If if all these six, seven, six, eight dudes that can dribble, pass, and shoot can play basketball with John Morant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it'll be all right. It seems like they can.
0: <laughs> yeah. He lo- he, uh, Jake the Raver looks like he, he looks like a smart guy that plays hard and knows how to play basketball. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, it, and my guess is, is he's going to be cool with Job ja being a leader. And Oh, yeah. Yeah. Telling him, like, I need you in this spot. I need you to do this. You do that. Then Jenkins is going to do the same thing. And Jake the Raver is going to be like,
1: i am sold i just hope he gets minutes summer league all right yeah we'll have to
2: we
0: need to go through all these picks and we need let's, to talk about like let's keep going how good our summer league team's gonna be <laughs>
1: let's keep going david roddy <laughs> david roddy the guy he was the first the one i think the grizzlies signed the minnesotan mm-hmm. your guy yeah From Colorado State, drafted by the Sixers at 23, traded to Memphis. 6'6", 255 pounds, small forward shooting guard. That's a Zion size. (laughs) Same height. Well, Zion has like 30 pounds more, but Zion's like 285. David Roddy, good offensive player. It's my first note. I think an instant NBA player. When you watch this guy, I want you to think healthy Zion without springs in his legs.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: He's quick. He's quicker than he looks out there. He's another physical player, and I really think he's going to bring some toughness to this Memphis team. Like, unmeasurable. Can't chart it. On the box score, toughness. And yes, he can shoot the three as well. Mm-hmm. So far, all of these guys are good cutters and playmakers, three-point shooters, finish around the rim guys. The Grizzlies did a good job keeping him quiet. I watched a uh, a phone call he received on YouTube mm-hmm. of after he got drafted and Kleiman and Jenkins were FaceTiming him. And uh, they were like, did you have any idea? And he's like, no, I had no idea y'all were going to pick us. And it, and uh, I think it was climbing that said, this was the plan the whole time, was to get you. Nobody knew, though. That's how quiet this yeah. front office is about everything. It was their plan the whole time. They wanted this kid. Instant player. <laughs> Roddy and Jake the Raver are going to be, I think, put in the lineup immediately. I think they're going to play.
0: I mean, history shows. I mean, Jenkins did it with Zaire.
1: Yeah. He's not scared. It's These guys are all going to have to earn their minutes, man. And training camp, preseason, whatever it is. Jenkins will play whoever wants to play. So I can't wait to see if Roddy or Jake the Raver, like which one is Turns out getting more minutes. I can't wait. Very exciting stuff. Another pick. Kennedy Chandler from University of Tennessee. Six-foot point guard. Drafted 38th by the Spurs. Traded to the Grizzlies for that Lakers second-round pick. Kennedy Chandler was once projected to be a top-20 draft pick. It's a five-star recruit out of high school. What, what happened there? What happened? Yeah, what he slid.
0: I watched some Tennessee games, and he—I feel like he kind of had a slow start.
1: He wasn't—he was pretty meh, meh. Yeah. yeah, like
0: you could see some flashes there. He wasn't a bad college player by any means. He was good, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like he he kind of had a slow start to the season.
1: He's only six foot. Yeah, it's another thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's from Memphis, Bo. I knew that. Yeah, he went to Briarcrest.
0: Yeah, Jaw Face timed him when he got drafted.
1: Oh, for real! Apparently, Ja has a
0: relationship with him. Oh, okay. From when Ja got drafted, apparently he yeah. he, was, he was talking to to Kennedy about, from what I've heard, like, hey, where where can I go? Who? What? You know, oh, okay. tell me a little bit about Memphis. I heard that in one of the interviews with him.
1: And maybe that has something to do with the pick. Ja has a rapport with maybe, him already. Yeah. Or maybe this is like some Memphis brand marketing throw a memphis kid a bone Uh he's
0: what are you saying he's like antonio
1: burks i don't know (laughs) so why would they pick of all the players a memphis kid what am i looking at here you know is this a because he is actually a good player is this like a pr move is it both can they are they combining it they're saying hey we can grab this kid he's falling there's a lot of potential there. Jaw seems to think there's potential there. Jaw likes him. Jaw said his name, you know, before probably you'd think, and it's good for the local market, mm-hmm. fan base.
0: I mean, I talked last week on the pod about how I di- I thought I didn't think the answer at backup point guard was a rookie. Mm-hmm. I feel like it. So it's at 38. I think it's a good pick. Mm-hmm. Ty Ty Washington is not there. It's not like they left a better point guard, no, out there, right? They they took the best point guard available. Good point. Um, it's their third pick. Yeah. So it's not like they. It's not like the Grizzlies. Oh my God, we need a point guard next year. Let's let let's get a point. You know, let's um, take him at twenty eight or you know.
1: I'm guessing. There's a, another plan for a backup point guard for the Grizzlies, and this guy is going to be like the third option. He's yeah. going to do time in Mississippi with the hustle. Yeah.
0: He's probably That's, doing a lot of clipboard holding, I would imagine.
1: I'm not sure what I see in this guy. He seems like a really good ball player. Like, he knows basketball. Put him on any squad in any gym, and he's going to stand out. That's what I think. In a pickup game this dude stands out that's what i think nba level like what's nba special here with him that i can't answer i don't see anything like nba special maybe he's a hard worker maybe he's just getting started maybe we're not sure yet uh the comments in his scouting report videos on youtube are really harsh really harsh Nobody believes in him. It's too small. It's not going to be good. It's a lot of fucking negative bullshit.
0: You're suggesting he's uh, undervalued?
1: Yep. I think he's got a chip on his shoulder. I think the kid's going to try to impress. I think he's going to try. I don't think he's, like, content having just made the league.
0: I think his ceiling is, like, a career backup point guard. Yeah. And that's... That's oh, good. That's you know, good for where we where we drafted
1: him. You know who I thought about immediately when I saw this fucker? <laughs> it was uh Cameron Payne. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> just the Memphis connection, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Like there was nothing special about Cam Payne either. But he like you put him in a pickup game, He put him on a court and he's in a pickup game and and he's gonna look like the best player out there just because he's Really good at hooping. I'm opening another beer. Yeah. All over the place. It opened weird. Get it off my laptop. I'm starting
0: to think. Have you ever opened a beer before?
1: I open it furiously. He just pours tap beers. This one is cloudy. What is this?
0: I can't wait to for you to read this
1: can. Southern Grist? Brewing Company. Uh-huh. It's called a melted snow cone. Strawberry banana shortcake beer. <laughs> it's a Nashville beer, huh? Is it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Great. Cool. It's cloudy. I'm going to pour this in the glass. Yeah. Hand it. Take it in. Oh that looks God. really gross. It looks like dishwater. <laughs> we got to take a picture and put this on the gram. Oh, I poured it right down the middle. It didn't foam up or anything. <laughs> it looks like iced coffee. That's the All the ice melted out of it. <laughs> <laughs> this looks disgusting. <laughs> Look at it. It's stuck on the side of the glass. <laughs> What is this? Did you smell it? <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> I think this beer might have gone bad. <laughs> is it supposed to be that?
0: Where's the can? Is it like a milk stout or something?
1: <laughs> no. <It's> shortcake. <laughs> the milk's gone bad.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoothie-style sour ale brewed with lactose. That's the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, they, use, they use lactose and, like, the... All right, I'm going to try it. down it. ...and that stuff. I'm trying it. Oh, it says gently roll before opening.
1: Well, I poured it down the middle.
0: That's weird, dude.
1: Yeah, it's really weird.
0: It tastes like a... It tastes like a fucking smoothie.
1: It's like a milkshake, I yeah. can't tell if I like it. Uh, i'm not sure it's like sweet right
0: uh smoothie style sour ale brewed with lactose strawberry banana vanilla and marshmallows
1: (laughs) never again
0: it's only it's only four percent alcohol so if we just dump it out it's not like the end of the world
1: yeah i don't like the way it's sticking to the side of the glass Dude, it's what if you what like if you pull some, <laughs> pour some whiskey in there?
0: It is. It's like a smoothie.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I don't think I like it. That's why it didn't pop when I opened it.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna. It's like
1: not even carbonated. I'm gonna
0: go dump this out. And while I'm doing Bo, that, we're
1: taking a break. You can
0: no. You can talk about Vince no, Williams. I'm, done, I'm, I don't I'm know not drinking about this. I'm gonna dump
2: it out. Let's d- talk
1: about Vince Williams. <laughs> Hang on.
0: Yeah, I don't know about that. Let's just let's just pop another one.
1: You know, s- sometimes things just aren't going to work out the way you think they will. It's like
0: a, it's like a draft pick.
2: So Jeff, you won't be going to Southern Grist. You won't be making a road trip and doing hmm. a podcast from Southern Grist anytime soon. Nope, I don't think so. We're gonna try
1: something that the is just called regular beer. We're gonna go in a totally fucking different direction than that. I think,
0: yeah, I think a regular beer would be.
1: It's good. the one with the white label. It says regular beer, and it says a beer that tastes like beer. DuClaw Brewing Company mm-hmm. out of Baltimore.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, they made the little Sour Me America beer that we so drank first. That was a good one. Is that better? Yeah. I like how you didn't open that one over your notes to get, and get beer all over them. Yeah, it looks like a beer. That looks way better. Cheers.
2: Sorry, Bo. No, that's totally fine.
0: That's extremely carbonated. It's a beer.
1: That is a beer. That's way better than that other thing. It's
0: like a. It's like a canoeing on the river beer.
1: Ouch! I yeah, drink
0: twenty of those.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I like regular beer. Turns out. All right, moving on in the draft. Grizzlies' fourth pick of the night was Vince Williams Jr. From Virginia Commonwealth University, VCU. Drafted by the Grizzlies at the forty seventh pick, he's a six six. Now he was listed in most cases as a small forward, power forward. In some places, as a shooting guard. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say shooting guard, small forward, power forward. Sure, he's a he's a wing. He is versatile. Yeah. Not on the tankathon board. Very underrated, but has had good games. This is what we in the professional draft biz call a sleeper pick. Oh. Maybe a bit of a project. Maybe. But some people have said he has like leadership qualities. Hmm. Like he's going to be a good dude to have around. He talks like a child. Oh, yeah. I watched the Grizzlies press conference. Honestly he said honestly like 10 times. Honestly. Honestly he reminds me of somebody I know and uh I was like oh he's like a very immature way of speaking to people. Young. Maybe he's got some growing up to do. Yeah.
0: What he he played 4 years though.
1: Kids are hooper it doesn't matter with some people, you yeah. know. Like people have different maturity ages. You know who it actually really reminds me of is uh, Chris Middleton. His game. Okay. I watched the videos. I watched the kid play. If they got even like a low budget Chris Middleton here, then cool. He can shoot. He can play make. He plays hard. I think he's gonna be like a hustle player. It's gonna uh, like a a player for the hustle, the G League affiliate of the Grizzlies in Mississippi. I think he's gonna be that. I think he's a project. They're going to try to figure out if he's an NBA player. That's what I think about him.
0: This was the first pick in the draft that I did not agree with. You don't like him? It's not that I don't like him. I think if you were going to take a guy like that, like a, like a four-year college player that plays that position, I think you take uh, Jabari Walker.
1: Tell me about, about Jabari
0: Colorado. He was just he was just
1: rated higher on the boards. He went to the Blazers.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, if you were going to make the pick there, I mean, granted, I'm not I'm not going against the the Grizzlies brass at all because they know way mm-hmm. more about this than I do. <laughs> but I just think it's interesting that they left Jabari Walker out there and took this guy instead. <clears throat>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Don't know why. I'm sure, they have their reasons.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's got to be something there.
0: Yeah. I just looking looking at who got drafted after it, I was like, oh, okay.
3: Hmm.
1: Interesting. Well shit, the guy that got drafted after Vince Williams Jr., who the Grizzlies took, was the Timberwolves took Kendall Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh it was traded to Indy, but that guy was projected 29th. That guy was projected in the first round. Yeah. And Indiana's gonna get him at forty eighth. He's a six seven small forward, like same size player. I don't know much about Kendall Brown's game though, unfortunately but yeah there's something there that the grizzlies like don't know
0: yeah and Jabari Walker's I mean he's 6'8". eight they look at him as like a like a 3D prospect mm-hmm. so
1: yeah I don't know there's something there I would be surprised if we see him in a grizzlies uniform much
0: yeah I think he's like a career hustle guy
1: well think about all the guys that are still ahead of him like Conchar and Santi eldama like there's still a lot of players on this Grizzlies roster that have spots Yeah, Kind of like already. So they can't add four guys to the roster, especially not five. Which the Grizzlies ended up picking up five guys. I think he's going to be a project. Maybe they get lucky and the kid can play. I don't know. There's something there. I'm not going to doubt climbing. He hasn't fucked anything up yet. I don't think
0: Grizzly son, one more guy.
1: Yeah, there's one more. Oh, and Hey Jenkins at the press conference where they had these four guys, they introduced them. Jenkins uh-huh. said, Jenkins said, these guys were all natural fits. So maybe that's what they're really going by is, uh, do they fit in the locker room? Are they good guys? Are i they, think it's a fit thing yeah gonna disrupt things or are they just gonna fit in
0: yeah this this front office isn't they don't seem like they just oh let's just take the best talent available to make Mm-mm. it work out like no. they they deep dive on these guys
1: yeah and they're not swinging for the fences with you know trading up yeah natural fits was a key phrase i heard from coach jenkins One more player that was undrafted, Kenneth Lofton Jr. No, he's not Kenny Lofton's son. No. He's from Texas. Played at Louisiana Tech for two years. 6'7", 275. That's closer to Zion. Dude. Than Roddy. I (laughs)
0: love this kid. (laughs) Why? (laughs) I don't know. It's just his game is like. uh,
1: It's just goofy <laughs> it doesn't look right
0: yeah but it works
1: <laughs> like zion
0: <laughs> g- yes yeah yeah basically my comps for uh kenny lofton jr are uh zion
1: without the springs in his legs
0: and uh that's it he's basically zion i,
1: <laughs> I think know. he's just here for summer league
0: yeah most likely
1: he could end up playing for the hustle the g league affiliate oh. not really sure Only time will tell with all that. It's worth mentioning, I guess. It happened. All in all, these five guys should make the Summer League pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. Pretty, pretty. pretty. (laughs) You got the guys coming back to Mm Sayir. Like, they have a whole team. Yeah. They got a lot of interesting they're gonna win the summer league
2: i was gonna say yeah but, <laughs> yeah they're gonna win that shit
1: i don't know who's gonna coach it but
2: they're gonna win it brevin's gonna coach it <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes i hope you're right yeah we 100 percent at elsa hoops give the grizzlies management the benefit of the doubt in this draft we have to remember these guys because if they did miss on these drafts then you know we need to pay attention to what they're missing and 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 see why they missed you know we've we've made some opinions here we like at least two of these picks the top two i think Roddy and the raver i think are shoe-ins the other guys are like yeah we'll see i think those are a little more Of a reach, I think, for the Grizzlies. But Roddy and Laravia, those guys, ooh. They look like perfect fit, ready-to-play guys. Mm -hmm. It's exciting. I am very excited. I like those guys. I think that covers it for Grizz, Bo, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on. What other teams... Did we like in the draft? Who did well? I
0: sent you guys a message in the group chat saying that this is now a Pistons podcast.
1: Dude. Yes. What? <laughs> yes.
0: yes. Yes. They killed it, dude. <laughs> Yes.
1: <laughs> Pistons. Yeah, that's going to be a top, top candidate for lowered expectations. We're going to be fighting over the Pistons, yeah. I think. Like who doesn't want to follow that team now? I, I used to live in Michigan. None of you fuckers did. You love Michigan. You should probably, uh, geographically, you should probably cover that team.
0: And just think, um, you'll, you get to watch less Timberwolves games. The problem That's,
1: yeah. The problem with Bo covering the Pistons is I just don't feel like we're going to get enough. Hmm. <laughs> think we need to put our best man on this. Yeah. Okay, Jeff, how about it? <laughs> no, no, no.
0: Wait a minute! You're 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 not suggesting me. You're suggesting you're the best man for this. No, I'm
1: not. I'm okay. saying I'm trying to motivate Bo. Gotcha. Can okay. you be that man? Can you be that guy?
2: I don't. I can't pr- make any promises. Bullshit. But the, Here we go. Here we go.
1: Bullshit.
2: I will say this though about the Michigan thing. Mm-hmm. Two of my kids were born in Michigan. That is that is true, that is fact.
1: Okay. And Kid Rock was well, also. Can, can one, one of them York.
0: cover the team?
1: <laughs> when I was a kid, I knew a guy from Michigan. Shit, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. He had me convinced I was in the Crips and the Bloods. Oh man. Yeah, it's 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 a different place. <laughs> yeah. We used to light a lot of fires in the neighborhood. <laughs> Yeah, Detroit stuck out to me as well.
2: I've never been to Detroit, so when I was in Michigan, I would just go to Chicago.
0: I actually have been to Detroit before, so maybe
2: Maybe, yeah. Maybe Brian gets it.
1: We're gonna have to fight over it and we'll cover that in the off season. Mm-hmm. What about Detroit are we talking about here?
0: Well, one they got Jaden Ivey. Love who, it. Who fell to him.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep
0: oddly enough um dude. i don't know what the kings were thinking there i don't know what the kings are ever thinking i guess uh, I, I don't know i guess they were drafting for what they perceived as fit dude but i think that early in the draft i think when you're as bad as sacramento is you got to take the you take the best player available
1: kidge murray i think for the kings was like mr blah like Mr. good, very good basketball player, but like very consistent, not going to be a failure guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think they were like we know exactly what yeah. this is.
0: He's not going to be a bust.
1: Let's be very careful here.
0: Mm-hmm. I read that apparently there was interest from the Spurs. Uh-huh. So maybe they were just like, oh, we got to we got to take that guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it was a uh, real not misdirection. I think they just the the Kings are just trying to be very careful. And Keegan Murray, I think, is that guy. Jaden Ivey for the Pistons. He's the one that cried a lot when he got drafted.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you immediately I saw your notes and your notes were one. Paolo Banchero. Mm-hmm. And then you and then you didn't make any notes until Five, no. And it was
1: Panchero. Of my notes was six ten. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> six ten, <laughs> like a six ten guard. Yeah, oh. we'll,
0: we'll we'll get back to him, but
1: yeah, but Ivy, you, my notes with Ivy was he cried a lot. It's emotional. Now there's two ways to look at that, right? one being emotional being a bad thing one being emotional because he really cares yeah uh crying because he really cares
0: i think he was crying because he was happy Mm -hmm. that he did not get drafted by sacramento
2: (laughs) i would i would say yes I would
0: think just like he was just dreading.
1: Holy shit! He's
0: dreading going into the draft. He's like, I'm gonna have to put this stupid king's hat on. And his mom and it's is like be terrible. His
1: mom is super well known in the basketball world. She was she, a coach mm-hmm. for years and years and years. She knows the league. Yeah,
0: She's she like, coached. She coached for the Grizzlies, Jeff. <gasps>
1: Baby, you ain't going to Sacramento. <laughs> Baby, you ain't going to Sacramento. <laughs> We don't have to go to Sacramento. (laughs) (laughs) It was tears of joy. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's okay that he cried. Yeah. You wanna who's the last guy big moment
0: for the young man, you know?
1: Who's the last guy that cried that you remember at draft?
0: I mean it's 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 happened, but I just you know. Yeah. Your buddy Ben Matherin, right after him, looked like he was gonna cry. He was like making like the the stone cold gangster face.
1: That's just like, the I'm way he looks. Not to cry, Bo. Who's the last guy you remember crying at the draft on draft day? The not debate because the
2: the uh, Wolf Chase Gallery was closed. <laughs> he he was not gonna
1: get there in time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The last person I can remember crying. So I'm going to get us back on track here.
2: I don't watch the draft, Jeff. It's established.
1: Well, then you're missing things. So the last guy I can remember crying like that was Tyrese Maxey. In my notes when Maxey was drafted, I wrote bad crier. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't remember. Was it like an ugly cry.
1: Do you mm. still have those notes? Was he like, ah! Yes, Bo, I
2: do. Okay, well, I want to see a picture of those notes. No. Bad Crier Tyre, mm-hmm. at, at Tyree's Maxi.
1: Just bad Crier was the notes. <laughs> <laughs> Maxi turned out pretty damn well. Mm-hmm. So, if that's any indication or comparison, um, uh, crying means he cares. He's worked so hard to get here. It means so much to him. That he just can't believe it. He's just overwhelmed with emotion, happiness, and disbelief. That's what I think. What else on Detroit?
0: But number 13, they drafted our guy, Jalen Duran.
1: Yes. Jordan picked him. Mm. Yeah. The trade came Mm -hmm. later. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, Um, it went for like it went like Charlotte, New York. Than Detroit, right?
1: Yeah, he got he got moved around because uh-huh. he. Uh, I guess he's a valuable asset. Yeah, is that why he was traded?
0: I mean, the Knicks just kind of punted this draft, right?
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: But they got a bunch. They got a bunch of first round picks for next year,
1: which is supposed to be a really deep draft. They have futures. Yeah, this is about the future, which is interesting. Uh-huh. The Knicks are always about the future.
2: Yeah.
1: I've seen them give up a lot of future too. No, I'm kidding. They're- oh, Duran in Detroit with Ivy, mm-hmm. like that's a solid fucking combo yeah. to pick. Mm-hmm. You have a, a small player and a big player like that will pair up very well with Cade Cunningham. Mm-hmm.
3: It's
1: excellent shit going on in Detroit. I think I loved it. I called it like right away as soon as I saw Detroit got. Durin, I was like, wait, they got Ivy and Jordan. Yeah, yeah. they got Jordan. Yeah. We were like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> they got Ivy, yeah. and, and Turin <laughs> Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Oh, Detroit's making moves. They're retooling. They're reviving the Pistons. They never wanted to say they were rebuilding, but they're definitely rebuilding. You can tell with the Grant trade. That they're definitely rebuilding
0: Yeah and Troy Weaver Kind of got dumped on When he traded Jeremy Grant But Detroit should be kissing that guy's ass now Yeah This was a coup for him
1: Yep They made strong moves And I think it'll play out Those guys like Durin's a solid Fucking basketball player And Ivy's gonna be Really good I think Purdue boy Big fan. Detroit will be one of our lowered expectations teams yeah. next year.
0: And they got uh, they got Kimball Walker back, too, from the Knicks. That's,
1: that's true. He's not going to play there.
0: No, there's no way. Uh, <laughs> he's expiring. Uh, not Nine million, I think. 9.2 million.
1: They may it's try to move contract, him yeah. still in a trade, but that's a buyout. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they either buy him out or send him somewhere.
1: He ain't fucking playing there. No, uh, I really liked what Houston did with their number three pick.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, because he wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs>
1: yeah, and it was the number three pick. I, <laughs> <laughs> I like the pairing of Jalen Green and Jabari Smith. Seems like a really nice guard forward fit. Really nice. Mm-hmm. We will watch Houston games this year. Yes. For that combo uh-huh. alone.
0: And don't forget about Sengun.
1: I want to see it. Singun, he gonna be good. Tell me more.
0: I'm just, I'm just saying he gonna be good. Just yeah. do it all, big man.
1: We, I watched like one Houston game oh, last God. year. <laughs> I think one. Dude, they were so bad. What was yeah, there to they were watch? Terrible. Yeah, I watched maybe two Houston games last year. And. And the, the ones, ones
2: that were on, they're so painful to watch. Yeah, they're just really not fun to watch. We did a Houston pick <laughs> game. I was just, I just oof.
1: <laughs> Pacers. You love it. I want to talk Pacers. Yeah, I love it. Benedict, Matherin. Mm-hmm. That makes a really nice young Pacers backcourt, right? Halliburton and Matherin. mm mm-hmm. Do you know why I like Methern?
0: Uh, because he, his highlights he, make him look like a badass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> his highlights are nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I watched him play. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he got a, he got a bunch of like kind of late season talk.
1: I liked what I saw, mm-hmm. but what got me interested was he wasn't projected in the top ten for like a while.
0: Yeah, I think he had really good workouts, too.
1: He moved up. By the time I printed off Tankathon, he was in seventh. Mm. But he was in twelfth. Yeah. For a while. For a long time. I watched him play, and I saw his size and his long arms. I was sold. He can shoot. He's athletic. He looks like he makes good decisions.
0: He can play defense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, at that spot in the draft, at like 10 or 12, I felt like maybe Memphis could move up that far. Like, that's a reachable, obtainable bar, like 10, 12. Like, you can move up there. Four, five, that's harder to do. So, I got a little excited. I was thinking maybe he would be a guy. Like, I just, man, I see that size, and I like it.
0: He can gam the hell out of the basketball too.
1: <laughs> I think he's going to be really good. So I really started focusing on him and uh, I'm excited to see how he develops in the NBA. Very excited about him. What else was there? It was the Bulls. Who did the Bulls take? The Bulls took uh, Dalen Terry out of Arizona. They reached for him. He was supposed to go 22. He went 18.
0: Uh, that's. I don't know if that's
1: they grabbed who they wanted. I feel like they could have had Jake the Raver. They
2: <laughs> could. That's just true. Jake the Raver was available, but this they, will, they will regret it.
1: <laughs> Maybe Dalen Terry is more of a Bulls player though. He's six seven, shooting guard, small forward. Hmm. The Bulls drafted another MJ size player. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, then you know the Bulls, and it, go look at the Bulls roster. Just look at it, pull it up on the internet. It's like 10 guys that are between six, four and mm-hmm. six seven. bunch of bunch of Jordans.' mostly like six, five, six, 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 seven players. everybody on there except for like Kobe White, who was the bef- last regime's pick. But this new front office is just taking all six, six players. I think they want to do like positionless basketball. And maybe have, like, a center. Vuce. Mm-hmm. Vucevic. They got another one. I thought that was interesting from the Bulls. Like, of course, they drafted a 6-7 <laughs> shooting card. Yeah. What else? What do you guys want to talk about? What else is in the draft that stands out?
0: I thought it was interesting that the OKC Thunder took two Jalen Williams.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they got they one did. at 12. Mm-hmm. Where's the other one? 34. Arkansas.
0: 34. They got a -A J-A-L-E-N Williams and a -A J-A-Y-L-I-N Williams.
1: Yeah, the top one was from that crazy Santa Clara team.
0: Yeah. And then, of course, at number two, they took who everybody said they were going to take, who was going to be number two, Chet Holmgren. Um, There was news today. Uh The headline is... Mm -hmm. Chet Holmgren tanked Orlando Magic workout to avoid being number one pick.
1: Oh, wow. Is that because there's a log jam at the center spot there?
0: Yeah, they got a lot of centers. Throughout the pre-draft process, reports surfaced that Holmgren wanted to play for the Oklahoma City Thunder. However, Orlando held the top picks and 2021 first-round selection. Jalen Suggs liked the idea of playing with his best friend. Sorry, this article I'm reading, there's like all kinds of typos in it. It's kind of throwing me off. This is from (laughs) sportsnaught.com. So maybe this isn't even real. (laughs) Yeah, who knows? According to Jeremy Wu of Sports Illustrated, the 7-foot center tanked his visit with the Magic. Between leaving his workout earlier and barely putting his skills on display, Holmgren made it clear he didn't want to play for the Magic. Holmgren bailed early on his last day of his Orlando visit Conducting a brief on-court shooting workout that he cut short
1: Oh, wow Wow That's interesting stuff One more beer Yeah Uh, Why would he do that? Because
0: Oklahoma City has better young talent
1: Yeah (laughs) He likes that situation better
0: Probably, yeah
1: Chet Holmgren says that he's going to be a 50-40-90 mm-hmm. player. Mm-hmm. He said that? He said that. Yikes. That's what he said.
0: Really putting the pressure on himself there.
1: I think he'll be a res- reliable defensive player as well. <clears throat> Holcomb.
0: That's the next season when OKC plays uh, Detroit. That's a pit game. Because I want to see Jalen Dern whip his ass again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, write it down somewhere. (laughs) Book it. Write it down in your... uh, I got it. Don't worry, I got it. Palm pilot. Yeah. The Heat took uh, Nikola Jovic. Mm -hmm. They grabbed him at 27. He was supposed to go 23. 6'11", small forward. Pat Riley can see the future. Serbian. Mm -hmm. the Serbians have been... Pretty good in the NBA I'd say
0: he's I mean he's he's one letter off
1: <laughs> once you know yeah they're going on they're going on track record and potential and the heat they have picks that they can bury because mm-hmm. that's a win now team they can bury this guy and never have to, like actually use him it won't matter <laughs> it's worth it to take a swing. I
0: think if you can get a Nicola J, you take him. Yep. Just, that's just that's what you do.
1: Was there anybody that you guys saw that fell in the draft or moved up a lot that stuck out to you?
0: Oh, thought Tata Washington fell.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He got drafted by the Rockets. It's probably a good fit for them. Well, that's really it. Yeah. I mean, like like I said, the big surprise in the draft was – Paulo going over Jabari
1: mm-hmm.
0: and Keegan Murray yeah. being taken over Jaden Ivey.
1: Both of those guys. It's going to be interesting to see down the low, like Paulo or Jabari, like which one is the 6'10", like which one turns out to be more Durant-esque. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the future of the NBA is 6'10", 6'9", players. These guys are like big size, all offense, positionless players. Every team is getting... Like a couple of these guys. Yeah. It's very valuable right now in the NBA. So it'll be interesting to see if the Rockets of the Magic got it right at the end of this. I saw some jumps and some falls and some steals, what it looks like. Uh,
0: Pop took the green-haired guy from Baylor.
1: <laughs> what pick?
0: Number nine.
1: Oh, yeah. The, the next tennis Rodman. Yeah. <laughs> The guy's like a hustle player. He's 6'9". He's definitely a forward. There's no guard in that guy's game, I don't think. But, yeah, I remember watching him on TV as Baylor kid. He always was hustling and making plays. He's the Polish guy? Yeah, he's Pol- He's the Polish guy. I remember we were watching the draft, and I was like, oh, the- of course, the Spurs took the Polish guy. Oh, yeah. Polish guy. Oh, boy. All right. The Pelicans at 41 drafted E.J. Little from Ohio State. He was projected 21st. 6'7 power forward. Supposed to be a top 20 player. Pelicans might have got a steal there, huh? Sure. The Timberwolves drafted Kendall Brown from Baylor. Traded to Indiana. This is the 48th pick. He was supposed to go 29th. Six seven small forward. Like the, there's so many six seven players. Those were some of the big ones that stuck out to me, guys that fell in the draft. Guys that were supposed to be first round picks that fell almost twenty picks. That's that stuff is interesting to me. The Nuggets moved way up to get Christian Braun from Kansas. He was supposed to be thirty second, a second round pick. They got him at twenty one. 6'7 shooting card.
0: Surprised Houston didn't reach for him.
1: (laughs) Chris Wallace? Yeah. The Warriors reached up a little bit. Patrick Baldwin Jr. You heard about this guy from Milwaukee? He was supposed to go in the second round, 33rd. 6'10, small forward, power forward. Another one of these guys, the Warriors reached for him. Got him at 28. Took him in the first round. And then, of course, like the Grizzlies reach for all of their players. Roddy was supposed to go 35th. It took him at 23. The Grizzlies always reach, though, because they, they don't want to be sitting there and have this guy fall off the board, and then they don't get who they want. They make sure they go get who they want over and over and over. That's kind of been their thing. Let's see. There was no jazz action. No jazz in the draft. No. There was Clippers and Lakers in the second round, but no jazz. The Utah Jazz is the only one I saw that did nothing.
0: Nick's just had the pick at number 42, but they loaded up on
1: picks next year. That's something. Milwaukee? They lost one because of that tampering shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they took uh, Marjan Bochant at number twenty four. Oh, okay. And they took Hugo Besson at fifty eight. Is, is
2: Marjan was a G League and night guy? Yeah.
1: Oh, is that right? Was that the guy? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's one that draft uh, tankathon nailed. They got the second pick and the twenty fourth pick right. <laughs> <laughs> six six shooting guard. Ignite guy. Yeah, that's right, Bo. I'm still here. Yeah. We're going to get out of here. It's been a long one. We're going to be off next week. And maybe even the week after that. And maybe even the week after that. Huh. There's a lot huh. going on. I'm not sure. Definitely going to be off next week. So we'll miss the free agency fiasco. That's fine. Some of my favorite stuff. Oh, yeah. Happens in the offseason. But it'll be okay. <laughs> At least we were able to do this episode. Any final thoughts, Bo? The Summer
2: League Championship is coming to Memphis, and it'll be interesting to see what minutes the Grizz guys get, get in the rotation during the regular season. Mm-hmm. And I'm certainly curious to see. The two, well, Orlando, mm-hmm. obviously with taking. What's his face from Duke? Paulo <laughs> Ben I know the, Do yeah.
1: you guys
0: do you guys know who his agent is? Uh, Paulo's agent is uh, Mike Miller.
1: Oh, nice. Oh, the I, other Mike Miller. I missed this
0: during the draft.
1: Which Mike Miller?
0: He, th- Mike Miller,
1: the coach or the player? The. Or the other coach, or the Mike other Miller, guy. The Grizzlies legend. Oh, the Grizzlies, Mike Miller. Yeah, there's another Mike Miller, world champion. Yeah,
0: yeah, I missed this during the draft. Apparently, when he got drafted, like the Mike Miller was sitting at his table, dapped him up and hugged him. Sick. And I like I was going back and watching like draft highlights. I was like, what the What's Mike Miller doing there? Oh, what a what a huge get for Mike Miller, man.
1: So he's just going to be an agent
0: now, and I have the number one pick in the NBA draft. (laughs) Well, he did
1: like coaching, and he did AAU, Mm -hmm. and now he's just like moving into being a former player agent. Huh.
0: Apparently, he's representing his uh, son, too, who's going to play at Creighton this year.
1: He's kind of just been following his son around lately. Yeah, Yeah, coach him in high school. Yeah. Okay. All right. Huh. Is that a conflict of interest for the NCAA for your if you're playing college basketball for your dad to be a sports agent? I don't I
3: don't
1: think so. <laughs> not anymore. No, not like not no, as no, much no. as it would have been. Right. Nothing matters anymore. <laughs> nah. It's, nobody gives a shit anymore, apparently. Brian, any final thoughts?
0: Just looking forward to this cruises team in the summer league, like Bo yeah. said. Uh, yeah. looking forward to maybe some point Zaire.
1: Maybe, maybe I don't maybe know. Just do do
0: what they did with Bane last year. Maybe I don't know. And just like put the ball in his hands, play him like a game or two, <laughs> hmm. let him wreck shit. Yeah,
1: that'd be good. I'll be watching. Uh-huh. See what happens. I don't know. Point Zaire <laughs> sounds funny. He's a little big for that. Yeah, we'll see.
0: He could stand to work on his ball handling a little bit. So.
1: Sure, sure, sure. See how that works. Yeah, I guess we'll. Uh, you'll hear from us when you hear from us. Yeah, we'll be back eventually. I go on a spirit quest. Yeah. Take some ayahuasca. In the basement. Yeah. Yeah, come on and over. <laughs> That was a fun draft, though. I uh, Lots of new and exciting things to look at in the league. Can't wait for it to start. Let's get out of here. Thank you, Bo, for being here, sticking yep. it out. Appreciate it. Thank you, Brian, for putting up with me, being here. My pleasure. Appreciate your always interesting outlook on things. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Kick it!
2: You don't understand. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers.